Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. Welcome aboard. In the house is Yvette Avery Herod. She says, good afternoon, Posse. Michael Rudnett is in the house, says, I'm watching from Twitch. Uh, Eric Hayes says, quote, to resonate on Johnson in the letter, rather than accept accountability, President Biden is now trying to blame Congress for what he himself created. Now, what you should try to do, Eric, is fact check that statement. If you decide to be honest, you'll find how ludicrous it is. But we'll move on. Bridge MCP is in the house. Hey, y'all, she says. And likewise, it, oh, you know what I forgot to do? To test my memory and to keep my memory active, I was supposed to put where everybody's from. So let's go again. Welcome aboard, Michael Rudden from Brooklyn, New York, Yvette Avery Herod from Atlanta, Georgia, Eric Hayes from Atascocita and Kingwood, Texas, Bridge MCP of State New York, Lee Grant, Montgomery County, Mike Cisak, <laughs> I think, Kentucky, a former out of Kentucky. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, let's see who else, who else, who else, who else is in the house. We have Alistair Waters from Montgomery County, Conroe, Texas. We also have Paul Fleming from Atlanta, Georgia. Folks, we're going to have a great show for you today. Uh, the first thing I want to do is yesterday, I think I told you that I was on Steve uh, Hunter's show on KPFT, and I did a little piece. Uh, you know, they were talking about Donald Trump and so forth, and I did a little. I I had a little back and forth with him, and there's a little snippet that I want to play for you as I get some other things prepared here. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go say it, and then I want to hear your thoughts about what you think about the statement that I made. Like I said, it was yesterday that I did this on Steve Hunter's show. I was also on his show this morning. He had an appointment, and he needed me to finish out his show for him today. PJ Kuho. Where are you from, PJ Kuho? Mr. 2024 MAGA. Hey, you know what? I would love for you, uh, PJ Kuho, if you have a telephone. I would love for you to call me at 281-823-7747. I would I I want to do this. You you're proud to put Trump 2024 MAGA with some flags and so forth. I would love for you to call me at 281 uh 7747 And I'd like to talk about why you support 2024 and why you consider yourself MAGA. I would be honored to have you call into the program. Melanie Keelan is in the house from Barcelona, Spain. And Mr. Kuho, you didn't say where you're from, but I'd love to you to call in. I gave you the number and I'd love to talk to you. Anybody who is MAGA is voting for Donald Trump. I would love for you to give me a call and have a civil conversation for us all to hear. So come on in, give me a call. I would love to hear your voice. I'd love to talk to you. And if you know, there we go. Mike Cisak is in the house. Good afternoon, Mike Cisak. How are you doing today, my brother? You're on, Mike. It says bad connection. So let's go ahead and call again, Mike. Uh, I, I don't, it says bad connection. I don't know what that means. Um, but let's see. Call again. Maybe we'll get a better connection. Uh, but, you know, call again. Please do. Please do. Please do. Anyhow, folks, um, 
how is everybody doing? What uh, what are your plans for the uh, the weekend? I have so many meetings this weekend. I have a peace, Houston Peace and Justice Center. Uh, I just picked up. Try to call again. Maybe uh, uh, try and call again because it should work. Um, you know, or somebody else call. Let's make sure it's not just his system that is messing up. I'd love to get his uh, his ideas here. I'm loading a few uh, uh, videos, folks. So bear with me one second as I continue to get all these videos that we want to show today loaded. We want to get them loaded. And it's like, we got to load it. All right. All my videos are loaded. They're all short videos today. Don't know. Uh, I'm going to have to do a lot of talking. But anyhow, uh, let's see. Mike Cisak called back. Or I, I tell you what, Bridge. Mike Cisak said he had a problem calling in. You've called in before. Give me a call. Let's make sure it's not the telephone system that is that is bad. Just so that we can test the system. Number is 281-823-7747. Again, that number is 281-823-7747. Let's make sure that the, that the phone is working correctly. Um, so that I don't just think that uh, Mike Cisak is trying to hide from us. All right. Uh, Michael says, not the best day. Drive... Failure. Okay, let's see. I, I think that's all right. Can you hear me, my dear? Yes, I can hear you fine. Okay, great. So that means the phone is working fine. So you see, El Senor Cisac, the phone is working if you want to call in and have a chat. We just got that proven with Bridge MCP. How are you doing, Bridge? Nah, I'm okay. We finally had fun for the first time in 12 days, and all the snow is gone after 12. All the so is, snow is gone? I thought you guys got a bunch of snow. We did, and it froze, and it was there for 10, 12 days. Couldn't do anything. Wow. I, I thought it took longer than that to rain. melt. Well, good. Well, we got a high temperature, and it rained, so it's all gone. Yay. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. So you can go outside and do what you like to do, fixing up your deck and all that yeah. good stuff. <laughs> but anyway, the tractor. <laughs> there you go, beautiful. Alrighty. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, so as you can see, guys, the phones are working. So uh, Mike Cisak, you may want to try again because Bridge just called in without a problem. Michael Rodney said, whoa, reaction. Just $160 down and a few anime. I'll need to re-download. No big deal. Uh, let me tell you, uh, don't throw your drive away. Let's see. Not the best day. Hard drive failure. Managed to save most of the data. Just a few lost files time to go buy another eight terabytes the, you know here is a deal what i used to do michael i got i don't just buy one drive i go ahead and i buy it that so that it's mirrored right so you can get that rack and mirror your drives in these days mechanical drives or static drives you should have it mirrored I don't have to do it mirrored on uh, for the work that I do right now because as soon as I'm done with a video or whatever, it jumps into the cloud. And since I have a, a, a gig uh, internet connection, it, it is there in almost instantaneously. So that works. And yeah, Eric is right. Cloud storage is a great thing. Now, unless you have sensitive data, I don't... Look, you, for me, sensitive data don't really exist, right? But anyhow. All right. Uh, all right, Mike Cisak, let's see if we can talk. Are you there, Mike Cisak? Yeah. All right, yeah, talk to me. Talk to me, my friend. Okay. Well, 
I I really actually wanted to talk to you as far as you had this question as far as why people are supporting Trump. Yes, I I really I, I, I wanted to I, before yeah, but, I really before you answer the question before you answer the question uh, sorry to interrupt you sir before you answer the question I, I have spoken to you before and I just want to r- r- make sure that I recall what I know about you you live in Kentucky correct. Missouri. Oh, it's Missouri. You live in Missouri. I, I went to the Ozarks. Beautiful out there, man. Although there are some issues that mm-hmm. I'll talk about some other time. But um, and, and you're a farmer, correct? Yeah. Do you own land or uh, cattle? Cattle. Uh-huh. And do you, what do you grow? It's a cow-calf operation. I, I do grazing, intensive grazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and raise calves basically, oh. um, and then sell those off. So and then you sell them. Okay, got yeah. As, yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's basically the first process of of having steaks and whatnot. So mm-hmm. you know. And how long have you been in the business? Uh, since '74. Actually, my parents started. 74. Damn, how old are you, dude? I thought you were maybe like 30 or something like that. Oh, no, no, no. I'm in my 50s. You're in your 50s. Okay, okay, yeah, good. Late 50s. Good, 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 good. I've been around for a while. <laughs> All right, so, so hey, well, you're an old fart, uh, man. But anyhow, here's what I want to do with you, yeah. right? Because, you know, I, I like all my, my listeners, both my righties, my lefties, and my everydies, right? And, but sometimes yeah. I'll be honest with you. You frustrate me sometimes. You really, really do. With, with you know, and I want to kind of, and I, I want our audience to hear that a righty and a lefty can have a good communication and talk intelligently. Right. All right. So now that I, I have a yeah. feeling of who you are, a farmer, I think your, uh, your disposition sounds great. All of that. Tell me what you want, what you want to talk about. Okay. Well, it's trying to help you understand as far as Trump supporters, because okay? mm-hmm. you're you're you were confused as to you know how someone could you know support such a guy if if he's contrary to many of the values that you know a lot of us hold. Okay. So the, okay, so let me ask you this. You just said something that I need to query, and, and sorry for interrupting. But when you say certain things, yeah. if I don't ask you right away, I'm gonna forget. You just said, "Why would you support somebody that holds values and not uh, and antithetical to your own values?" So are you admitting to me right now that your values are not the values of Donald Trump? Is that correct? No. Um, okay. Not. Not to a large degree. Okay. okay. Um, it, it basically, you know, you give examples. Okay. For example, like like you did yesterday, uh, mm-hmm. where you know you say, oh, he's he's a sexist and um, did all that kind of stuff. You know, as far as as far as with women, it's mm-hmm. saying, saying certain things, all that kind of stuff, and that you know, for a lot of you know. I, Imagine church going folks who really just, you know, that would be offensive. Okay. Actually, no. Um, Actually, wait, wait, wait. Stop, stop right there. And, and like I said, I'm going to stop you sometime with your statements. Actually, that is what's yeah. surprising to me. 
that evangelical Christians, it doesn't bother them that Trump talks about having many women and holding women by their crutches, yeah. etc. It doesn't bother them. They're his largest support base. Yeah. So let me let me try and explain it to you, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and it'll, it'll kind of make sense. I, I do have to kind of lay it up just a little bit. Okay, go ahead and lay and it up. That's fine. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll make it real quick. Um, there's there's a big issue that a lot of people are looking at, and they're looking for someone to solve solve the issue. Okay. It, the, the, it stems from two problems. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember the bridge to nowhere? Yes, of course I do. That was in Alaska. All right. All right. So that's one. And two, there was a, a, um, we call it SCOTUS decision back in 84 called Chevron. Mm-hmm. Chevron. Yeah, no, no, you're right. It's a Chevron decision as far as regulations are concerned. Chevron decision versus natural resources. Depends. Yes. Okay. Yes. So anyway. All right. So this is basically between that one and, and the bridge to nowhere. Okay. Change the fundamental organization of the federal government. In what way? Well, it used to be where Congress mostly mm-hmm. had a lot of control to dictate where money was actually spent. Okay. Okay. So people voted for the rep and the rep said, yes, I'm going to do this, 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 this. And it was very specific. Okay. Mm -hmm. And once this decision plus the bridge to nowhere scandal came out, Congress basically handed over their budgetary control and power to Mm -hmm. the administrative state. Okay. Okay. And so the administrative states, you know, they basically what they do is in in a lot of bills, they said, okay, here's the general gist of what we want. You go ahead and fill out the rest. Okay. And basically told the administrative state, go ahead and make up a whole bunch of rules and regulations Mm -hmm. to enact this law. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, they did, and they loved it so much so that they're now writing rules and regulations with the so-called enforcement of law mm-hmm. that they claim to have mm-hmm. that's not based on any law. Okay. Okay. So let me let me stop you right. Hold on, uh, Mike. Let me stop you right there to talk to our audience a bit because. I find this as a uh, look. I had a show today, folks, uh, that had quite a bit of videos, etc. But I'm really intrigued, and I hope you are as well, with listening to a MAGA Republican that is having a civil conversation with a progressive, with me, genuinely, and I mean genuinely, trying to see where Brother CSAC is coming from. And I'm, I, I, he's explaining a whole lot about the administrative state. There are certain things already I disagree with him on, but I want him to continue to make his case. And then I'll, I'll go with that. If there is no problem with this with the rest of the audience as far as this conversation that I think is beneficial to us all, uh, then please uh, let's go ahead and um, let, let us continue with the discussion. Go ahead, uh, CSAC. Okay. 
I know, like I said, there, there probably isn't too much more I can add, but I, I really do, you know, if you want to research on this, and I'll, I'll, if you got questions or something, I'll, I'll be more than happy to. Okay, I, but, to, yeah, sure, let's go there, because I don't need to research this, okay. because honestly, I'm up to speed on all of this. And, and, and first of all, what, here's what, what concerns me a lot. There is a lot of what you're saying that is absolutely true, but what you do with it is the issue, right? In other words, I can take truths and put a, a whole narrative around it to rile up people for something that need not be riled up against. Let me get, give an example, okay? Let's use the Chevron case and, and what the Chevron case uh, is all about. Uh, and, and, and first of all, Mike, you're a very smart guy. I can see that in you, in you following and, and knowing these items, but I'll be very, very honest with you. A lot of the MAGA followers don't know 10% of the stuff that you just discussed with me. They just idolize Trump. So uh, as, as Rudnan said in the thing, he said, one thing we have to start with when we're having an exchange is start from facts. So do you not agree with me that if I were to go query most of the MAGA supporting uh, people like yourself, just, I'm, I'm just talking about being MAGA supporting, mm -hmm. that they won't know what the hell Chevron is they won't know what the hell uh, administrative state is in detail as you just articulated it today. Do you agree with that? To a degree. Because okay. That's good enough. Oh, wait, wait. That's most, good enough. Most, that's really good enough. Because most people, yeah, I mean, most people just, they can't, it, it's hard to put their, their mind around it because it's so... That it's it's hard to conceptualize. Okay. Actually, it's not hard at all. It's let me let me tell you why I don't think it's hard. Because this is where I tell you I wanted to. When you talk about the way the laws are written, you're you're absolutely correct. Laws are written more vaguely, so that it can be more expansive. All right. Now you disagree to that that you disagree with making the laws more expansive. I, I mean, in other words, if Congress, you want, you well, want Congress to do this as I understand you. Remember, I gave you that chance to give well, your whole knowledge narrative. There's, there's, me, there's a, there's a reason why. Uh, and let, well, me, let me kind of give you. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. But, but you have to let me answer you though. Go ahead. Okay. So there's, there's this little thing that's restrictive called the constitution. Yes. Okay. And. According to the Constitution, there's only certain things that Congress can do, and if Congress is writing laws, but then the administrative state is violating not only the laws, but the Constitution, then we have an oligarchy that you keep complaining about. Okay. Now, I, I don't – let me because tell you where I disagree. Just like that the is, other day, uh -huh. just like the other day when, when the guy was talking about – Regulatory capture. Mm -hmm. That's why actually he was talking about. Okay, mm -hmm. there is a huge amount of regulatory capture between large corporations and the regulators. Right. Okay. okay. No. So okay. The power that regulators, the power that the regulators have now, along with the very large corporations that are stamping out their competition with the regulators and in, 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 in working together to stamp out any competition, you end up with a whole bunch of 
large corporations who basically have a monopoly. Right. That's but the only way they can have a monopoly. Not really, not really, but we'll go over that. Let me well, do yeah, this one step really, at a time. Let me go one step at a time. That's how it happens. But what I'm okay. saying, that's, I'm saying through, that. All through history. Okay, hold one second now, Mike. The default state of capitalism is monopoly, but I'll explain to that. I'll explain that afterwards, okay? No, it's not. I, I'll explain why I make that no, statement. Okay, it, I'll explain that after. So, wait, wait, Mike. The free Mike, market is Mike, you have to let Mike. You were you came on very civilly, right. and you made okay, your long. Ahead, Thank you. So listen, li let's listen now. All right, uh, here's the deal. First of all, let's go first about the Constitution, the written of laws, and the, the and and the interpretation of laws by the agencies. There's nothing unconstitutional there. First of all, if Congress writes a law. And they choose they so choose to make the laws broad enough and and then have the Congress execute the law. All right. In other words, here here my con here my position. Congress can make the law as broad as they want to make the law. Then they've assigned the agencies to write the regulations governed by that law. All right. In a, in a, we have the executives, the judiciary, and the legislative. If for some reason, the only, the only option that should be there from a constitutional standpoint, if Congress writes a broad law, is for you to go to the Supreme Court of the United States to say that a portion or the effects of that broad law that got a law instituted or a regulation instituted by the agency creates some unconstitutional some constitutional violation okay let's give an example let's go ahead and say i write a broad law that says you can control this uh, what this person does at a at a college and when the regulations are written, somehow that regulation violates that person's civil rights. Then you can go to the Supreme Court and say the law that Congress wrote interpreted by that agency violates the Constitution. And we want you, Supreme Court, to tell us if that is correct, that it did violate the law. And that's why we have these checks and balances, okay? Under ideal situations that how it should work. So when it comes to Chevron, Chevron was decided by the Constitution, the past, uh, past Supreme Court that said that uh, the regulatory agencies with a broad law can interpret the law as long as it isn't unconstitutional what they are attempting to do with the challenging of that law now is to put and say that the supreme court or the court system now uh, for laws that are not specific will get the uh, the chance to interpret that law i mean it's not a difficult thing right i mean it's simple and you know uh, the, the difficulty comes if you try to assign some nefarious reason to it right but i think where you and i would agree is that the corporations do do nefarious things 
with agencies, in other words, the what you would normally call the administrative state, but they do it with the consent of the politicians you and I elect. And that is where I find that we should be, even you MAGA folk, should be working with us because there are certain things with regards to the relationship between corporations, agencies, and politicians that we have in common. Don't you agree? No. Okay, what part of what I said don't you agree with? Because I told you what part of what you said I don't agree with. What part of what I said don't you agree with? The, there's a there's a little part that it's a problem. Just tell me. Just spit it out. Okay. You you talk about the judiciary though. Yes. Okay. As a backstop to abuse. Uh, no, no. It's a, by it by is. the Constitution. It interprets the Constitution. Yeah. If that institution is politicized. To the degree it is now, then the problem is that you don't go by the Constitution anymore. You go by whatever political win. Brother, uh, who determines if the we? I think the the judiciary. My impression of the judiciary right now, the Supreme Court, is that it is very much uh, uh, politicized. That's my impression, and it's politicized to me to the right. That's how yeah, I feel. You agree? You yeah. agree? You agree? It, it can be. Okay. So therefore, if, but but what I'm saying they are violating if they are violating the constitution in a decision, then they are being political and not constitutional. But if, who if determines cannot, that? That's the problem. The whole Okay. When you get too much power concentrated in one place and very few people, you get an oligarchy like you keep complaining about. Right. Okay, I, we are in agreement. CSEC, we are in agreement so far. Okay. But and, and right. I, I, okay, I wish so that – go ahead. Here's, here's the problem. And I'll, I'll finish it up and I'll let you go. It, when you push for more and more concentration of power – into a smaller, smaller place with fewer people. Mm -hmm. It takes less money in, or not less money, but it- Less resources, yeah. By mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. to get what certain people want, which is very few rich people can do, and they get what they want, and the rest of us rubes don't. Right, I agree. Right? So as you're pushing for more power, which you constantly do mm -hmm. every day, yeah, to the federal government, right, we get less and less rights and more and more screwed. Now, now, Mike, let me let me let me let me tell you, you know what? Let me tell you what I find ironic here. And here you go. Here you're gonna excuse it because you. No, I'm not gonna excuse. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna excuse it anything at all. I'm not gonna excuse anything at but all. That's you gotta human let me. Nature. You gotta let me talk. That's exactly that's human nature, and that hey. happens. And hey. So, Mike. We get we get to the ultimate degree. CSAC. Don't you, you don't you see CSAC? Here's the thing. 
and I think you know we can have the our audience be the judge of that. But I think I've been very. I make you say your piece and ask you then to stop so I can say my piece. First of all, I said there's quite a bit of what I agree with with you in, and and sadly, the problem is that that is how conspiracies and all these things come about, right? You have enough things that you can agree on that then then well, let me put it this way. Uh, you talk about a politicized Supreme Court or a politicized court. The constitution, what's constitutional is that the Supreme Court decides our laws. I think if you are then going to say that if the constitution decides the law in a way that you don't like it, it is politicized, we have a, a, a permanent breakdown of our, our triad and constitutional uh, republic. But Let's go beyond that. I think it, where we have to go beyond that is in stating, in stating about uh, me wanting to concentrate power, that is one of the things that I wish you would not misunderstand. Government, let's get this clearly. Government yeah, is right. we, government. Let, me, let me finish making my point. Government is we, the people. We have the choice of electing every federal congressperson, our local congressperson, and all these other things. We individually elect these people. Let me tell you what the Powell Manifesto, by telling you that government is some separate entity, what it does is it allows you to look at government as something that you are not a participant in. And what I'm trying to do with Politics Done Right, why I'm trying to engage a Mike Csak and Eric Hayes, I'm notice I'm calling my conservatives, Eric Hayes, uh, 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 Daniel Ledo, etc., is to point out to you that you shouldn't be saying government is bad and government is this. You are government. And you act. You ought to actively participate, like I am, whether you agree with my policies or not. And that's where I want to get all of you guys, even the MAGA folks, be a part of the well, government. Don't look at the government as some external force. Because here's the deal. This administrative state that you're talking about, here's the deal. If I go ahead and I change government around, I can go ahead and say we are going to we are going to move these things around. That's just how it works. But you have to participate. You have to participate in it. And you can't have strong men telling you otherwise. And to have, in my opinion, I'm going to get a chance to play what I had to say about Trump on the radio program a few later. Um, let me tell you, I, I want to be very honest with you, okay? Because I follow can I, what everybody can I interrupt said. you before you really... Yes, go, go ahead, go ahead. Kind of yeah, go ahead. Okay. Here's the, here's the problem, okay? You say we, we are the government. Well, yes. No. No. I can vote my heart out along with 49% of the other people mm -hmm. and still be outvoted by 51%. And they get to control what the laws are put on me as the minority. Wow. You know what is so powerful about what you just said? Think about how we felt when Donald so, Trump. Some, so, so wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Hold on, because no, you no, opened that. Me, no, you opened that door. Oh, go ahead, let finish. Me talk. Okay, go ahead, let finish, me, finish, me, finish, finish, finish. Sorry. In your, in your, in your proposals. Yes. So what you're saying. Yes. Is that as a as a majority we should have have what we want in government put through and run. Yes. As a majority. No, 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 no. Despite I, I, if it takes away, no. Here, here it is. Despite if it takes away a, a major a minority's rights. No, I don't agree with that at all. And I think your statement is completely doing. wrong. No, let me tell you why your statement no, is complete. May I, let me let no, me explain to you. But deal. Mike, Mike, I just said your statement is wrong. Let me tell you your why your majority. statement is wrong. Wait, no. Mike, I, I I can't. You just, just okay. Go ahead. Go minute. ahead. Go take a minute. All right. Here's the reason. Ever since FDR, yes, packed the courts. Yes. Okay. No, he didn't pack the a courts. But go ahead. Farmer. He tried to, but he didn't. He did. He did. And back then, a little wheat farmer who was growing mm. his own wheat for his own consumption, uh -huh. right, got sued. Uh huh. Because. He he. They claimed that he was affecting the market, right? For what he wanted to do, for his right? Wheat. Yes. Okay. And it was a federal program that was controlling the wheat prices, and they were right. suing him for it. Yeah. And he lost. And yes. ever since then, I have not had my rights as a property owner in full. Mm -hmm. Rather, I've been. Dictated to by the federal government and yes. or state actually, but yeah. by the federal government, by the FDR farm program. Okay, uh, you have a legitimate. Wow, I have you, a legitimate. Well, you have, have a legitimate no claim, dear brother. You got a legitimate claim, and let because, me tell you, I get it. Don't don't you don't have to say anymore. Mike, we don't we don't have a, all the time in the world, and I understand, okay. and you have a legitimate That's claim, and I said so. So please let me fit, let Every me talk. Every time you keep pushing your view, I lose more rights. That's no, okay, no, that's, that's here's why, a. That's why I want Trump to go in there, Mike, like a bull into China, China store, right? And wreck the whole place and tear it down. Okay, Mike, then I can get my rights. Mike, Mike, that's Mike. It. Okay, don't leave the call now. Do not leave the call. Let me tell you this. Okay. Uh, first of all. I'm so glad you brought up the farm bill and what and, and the different rules that you guys have to do not to grow wheat or when to grow wheat or or what goes into storage, not to plant, get get subsidies, not to plant land. I, I love that you brought that up because, you know, who gets who have been getting screwed from the time we started doing those things? You have. The small farmer has. And it's a reason I have continued to wonder. Why you support policies are 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 people? You're, the the uh, Trump's uh, agricultural committee. I mean, agricultural secretary came right out and said in Iowa that the day of the small farmer is done. That was Trump's secretary. Look, you can look that up, please, and uh, you'll find that. I, I'm paraphrasing, of course. But here's the deal: you have, and this is where I said problems occur when you have partial information. And it really does. They really are screwing you as a farmer. 
I am not going to argue with that at all. But it is not the it's the corporate policies that affect farmers. I wrote a book called You Should Buy It. As I see it, class warfare, the only resort to right wing doom. And the reason I'm bringing that up here is the following. Uh, a farmer like you decided to plant his, his crop of corn and the corn grows up and it cross pollinated with uh, MDMs, uh, MDMs, you know, the pollen from their uh, GM, right. their, their stuff. And then uh, M they go ahead and they check, every they go through every farmer. They pick a piece of corn and do a DNA test on it and find out that they're, the DNA that they created is in that corn. They then sue that farmer who used his own seeds, right? After using his own seeds, uh, and the farmer lost, even though his land was cross-pollinated, not any fault of his. Corporations taking over the farm by, by putting... Uh, genetic material in in crops and so forth, so that you have to buy from them every year. These are these are capitalist intents, right? These are the things that I'm fighting for, I'm uh, fighting against, right? So your your contention. You're, you're, you're pointing out. You're pointing out my point. I I, I get it. And That's what I'm saying. Wait, I, no, I let you talk. No, let no, me no, finish. No. You missed it. You missed it. What? Well, go the ahead. The reason why he why they could sue yes. was because of government laws. I agree. Wait a not minute. I, we are not in disagreement, sir. We're uh, Of course it's okay, a government well, law. You agree if you, Thank no, you. Yeah, wait, listen. If he can sue, if he can sue for what you did, of course it means he's saying that you've broken a law. And you are correct. So here is the thing, Mike. What I'm trying to tell you is these laws that get written that affect you as a farmer, that affects me as a small business person, is written by our neoliberal Congress people, mostly on the right, but we do have a lot of them on the that call themselves moderate Democrats as well. Those are the people that I'm against. We said it again. You would have written the same law. No, I would not. That's a stupid law. Why would I write a law that's how? Look, I have proven that I don't want that law in my book. In my book, I I point out that that law is is one of the things that create this oligarchy. Then, then you're in in conflict with your own Democratic Party. No, let me tell you how it runs, brother. Yeah. I just explained to you. I'm looking who, up. So, they are. Listen to They're me. The stop for it. Listen. I'm all sorry. the people. Wait. Listen to me now, uh, Mike. Listen to me. All the Democrats who are anti these policies are the Democrats you hate. Think about this. All the Democrats. There are some Democrats that continue to uh, support the agribusiness. Okay. But those are the Democrats that you hate. The, the, the Republicans that support the policies that you just mentioned are the folks you are going to be voting for. That's why we have videos with Donald Trump going to the agribusiness guys and saying, you guys are going to like what I have in store for you. 
He comes and he tells you something and he riles up the people in those crowds. And then he goes in with his billionaire friends and he said, I'm going to have something for you. And if you doubt it, look at what he did while he was present. Not what he said he did, but what he actually did. So let me tell you, uh, we, I think we're at an yeah. impasse, right? I th- I here's what we are. What he did. Right. We're at an impasse. How did he help you, sir? He did. Tell me what he, he did, did for you. Specifically, you know, what did he do for you? He, Specifically, what did he do for he you? He actually helped me. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. We we were stuck not being able to sell uh, sell meat outside mm-hmm. the U.S. Right. for the longest time. Okay. Yes. Um, he, reneg- he reneg- renegotiated a whole bunch of treaties with um, countries all around us mm-hmm. in the Pacific, allowing us to be able to sell our meat finally to all these other countries um, okay, that propped mm. up a lot of the prices for me which helped me okay and uh, it helped them because mm-hmm. all these other countries were lacking in i'm meat. on a bust your bubble right you now let me tell you why i'm on bust your bubble i suggest these things okay, don't well, happen over know, because l- let me bust your bubble right now okay go ahead and look at what until, until those could you let me finish up. Please do this. I'm going to ask you to do this for me. You know who Virgil, uh, um, what's the name of the uh, Obama's agricultural um, guy? Help me out, uh, Rodnin. Obama's agricultural guy is the one who renegotiated many of these issues to ensure that our meats could go other places. I can't remember his name. But you see, what happens is this. What's his name? Trump served for four years, and he have you believe that he did these things. But my friend, the, the fact that we can have a civil conversation is a good start. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw you off now so I can play at least a couple of videos. Okay. But here's the thing. Right. I, I, yeah, first awesome. of all, stop, stop, right. stop. I appreciate, I appreciate you holding. I know there are times that I know you're, you're playing a role here in that you're being very civil. And believe it or not, even though you're forcing yourself to be civil, it actually helps because you still get a chance to listen and I get a chance to listen to you. So thank you. All right. Thank you. Yeah. And we'll keep talking. Yes. Every time you you push for more government, you're hurting more people. And okay, stop. And let me tell you, every time I push for more people, Vilsack, thank you for that, Gene. Every time I push for more people, I'm helping more people. And government is more people. I have, it is my job. You are here every day. And I thank you for being here every day. You are here every day. Mm -hmm. It is my job. It is my job not to just preach to the beautiful choir I have here of progressives, but to try to talk to some of the beautiful choir I have as a conservative or a MAGA in you. Mm -hmm. And that I will continue to do. It's a must. But thank you for for listening, bro. I I do appreciate that part. I I ask all your listeners out there, all the liberal listeners out there, if if you really want to help people, Go do in person like I do. Yeah, it is really enlightening. I agree, okay. and you know what? Uh, when when uh, we are going, one of we are supposed to have a PDR posse in Houston sometime, where we try to find get everybody to fly in or something. Lou and I have been talking about doing that. I hope you're gonna be one of the guys coming in when we do that, because you know there's a lot to there's a lot to talk about, and and you know if, if I give you a big old brotherly hug, you're gonna have to start listening to me a little bit better, bro. You know, you're going to say, 
you're going to say, oh, damn it, yeah, man. Yeah, Why did I go ahead and do that? Yeah. But anyway, hey, Mike, we talk no, later. You're, you're, you'll be agreeing with me more. So I, you know, nah, Mike, we're going to talk. Later. We talk you. later. Peace. I know. I got to go. I gotta All right. Go. Peace. I appreciate Bye. It. All right. All right, folks. Uh, you know, I know some of you. Uh, Mike drives crazy. Mike says some things that I want to hold him. And, ugh. But when you learn that you can have a conversation, man, you know, at some point, uh, things started changing. All right, let me go ahead and hit up Mike's man right now. This is what I had to say to uh, on Steve Steve Hunter's show at KPFT, and tell me what you guys think about it. Here we go, Egberto. And unless two people have that same first name, I've got the original one and only Egberto Willis. Good morning, buddy. What's gone? What's on? I was thinking about hey, you this brother. morning. I'm thinking I should call you and ask you to come get involved in this thing. And lo and behold, what's up? Well, you know, I like to listen to you, uh, man. I just listen. That's all I need to do, listen. But uh, I just, when, when, when folks kept on talking about uh, Trump, something came across that I heard. I don't remember what channel, what news yesterday. And it had to do with um, the normalization of Donald Trump. And, you know, I, I, even in, in the conversations that I'm hearing here, uh, you know, when I hear things like uh, Donald Trump, if you'll just change his demeanor, etc. He could be president again. And the thing about it, sadly, that is true. If he changes his demeanor, if he tries to be who he isn't, yeah, he could be president again. And that is so sad because I'm such a flawed character. You know, we talk about privilege so often, and he is the height of privilege, not only male privilege, not only white privilege, but class privilege of where and who he is. Had Obama had different baby mamas, had Obama lied as he did, had Obama just did any any one of these things, he would not have stood a chance of even getting to the, nobody would have given him the chance for the playing field. And I think so often we in the media as well normalize this guy that gives him the plausibility to be president. This guy was never qualified to be president. This guy was never qualified for anything that he has attained. But we, in speaking about him and in the way we speak about him, we give him that plausibility. And it's a disservice not of the American population, but what we have done as as the, the as a media class as a class etc to make this guy who is uh, a, a destructor of the country you asked mr garcia yeah. if we could change if if there's a possibility that we could make the change in this nation to become a venezuela the answer is a categorical yes we were never a democracy but we were a plausible uh place a republic that seemed to be okay we were a republic that was the structure that holds a democracy or at least one that's struggling right. to be that way you're completely right right Egberto, i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to jump to some other people but one quick question i hear you do a radio show is that true yes sir. where do you yes, where sir. do you do that radio show at six o'clock, I do politics done right, right before, uh, right before Amy, democracy. And democracy now. Yeah, my friend, on KPFT yeah. ninety point one, and it's a great show, by the way. And if you don't get up early, well, then go download the archive of his show. It's a great, yes, it's sir, a great, I'm, it's an unusual. You got a great mind, my friend. I love listening to you. Thank you for thank giving you for me jump. a little chance. No, to thank you, my friend. Thanks, thanks for brother. bringing your mind to the Please. to the game this morning. Hey, doesn't Steve Hunter have a great voice? I love that guy's voice. You know, anyhow, he comes on at KPFT 
at 8 o'clock Central. I come on at 6 o'clock Central. But anyhow, um, here's the deal. Mike, Trump did put a lot of tariffs on stuff from, from China, etc. Please remember that a tariff is nothing more than a tax that you pay. So, uh, so, you know, we have to understand if we really wanted to solve the metal problems, there are a lot of other ways that we could do it via the corporations. But uh, that's another story. And that takes too long. And yes, Radnin, I'm going to have to go through these comments. I saw things commenting, but uh, a lot of times I wasn't reading your comments because um, when I'm speaking to when I'm speaking, right, uh, I want to do the um, the right thing as far as not just waiting to respond to a Mike CSEC or whatever. I want to listen, understand, compute, and then release. Because that is, you know, I, I think that is the way we, we honor other people as to let them know we're listening to them and we're not just coming back with a talking point. Not once did I come back with a talking point. Brother, my brother, my brother, Ray, come on in, sir. Yeah, I'm going to make it quick, brother Egberto. So, yes. Quick question. How many yes. representatives are there in the House? The House has, uh, let's see, 218 plus, two, 218 plus 217, three thir uh, four, uh, 437, I think, or somewhere, 435. Okay, okay, 430. Okay, that's our representative part of our democracy, right? So that's yes. based on population. Then yes. you have the Senate, which is right. 100. Right. That's exactly 100. Now, right. when you get to the Senate, it becomes less democratic because now you have the population of Rhode Island having the same amount of senators as the population of California. Yes, and sir. those same senators have the power right. to nominate and appoint the Supreme Court, which is how many people now? Uh, nine. One, two, three, four. Nine people. So right. we go from three, however, 500 to 100 to nine. And right. Mike CSAC talks about there's concentration of power. Right. Now, if Donald Trump gets his way, that power will go down more because at some point he wants to be the only voice that counts. Now, so let, let, if you want to. <laughs> uh, let me tell you what I found uh, ironic. No, no, Ray, Ray, Ray. No, no, Ray. I know where, where, where you're coming from. And let me tell you, the, 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 part, the, the part that I found the most disingenuous in our talk with Mike Cisak was as follows. Mike Cisak, for some reason, didn't like the idea of a 51-49 majority. In other words, he said that would deny the minority their rights. What Mike Cisak didn't say when he was to the, you know, and look, on right-wing media, that's how they let uh, a lot of uh, MAGA and Republicans get riled up. In other words, those 51% will always have their boot on your neck. Hear this, Jay Ray. Stay with me because I want everybody to hear this. It's one of the biggest, uh, biggest lies out there. First of all, the 51% majority never necessarily comprises the same group of people. It is just for this item what majority wants this for this item what majority wants that and you will find a whole bunch of flux with some people being more conservative on an issue and more more progressive on an issue but the point that you just brought up is the most important one this like uh, this stuff is biased towards the places that mike is from and as 
as the places that Mike is from become more progressive, which Missouri is becoming more progressive, Texas is becoming more progressive, a lot of people that Mike follows, not Mike, because Mike doesn't understand that progressive values is better for him, for the, for the business that he is in. It's better for him, but Ike haven't quite made the case to him yet. But as it becomes more progressive, these guys are said, oh, my God, they are going to overwhelm us. Yeah, the progressive values that 83% of Americans say they want should overwhelm those who don't want uh, progress for the rest of or for, for most people. So, again, your point about a two, exactly your point about a two senators from a state like Idaho or whatever, having the same power as two senators from California is undemocratic. Donald Trump has never won a popular majority ever. And he has had more influence in our country than any other president went referencing the Supreme Court, except maybe Roosevelt. Again, think about this. He has never won a majority. Bush, too, only won a majority his second term, and that's because by then he was a war president. Think about this. A Republican has not been able to win majorities because their policies are not the one that most Americans want. And we have had to take that decade after decade after decade. Again, they don't win majorities except where it is fixed. Either gerrymandering, either, uh, again, gerrymandering. How can... How can Wisconsin, which has a slight blue tint, in other words, it's purple, Missouri, which has people a bit more Democratic than not Demo- than, than Republican, but when they send their Congress people, it is, a, it, is, it is a very large contingent of Republicans and a small one of Democrats. When you look at their, their – their, they have super majorities in the Senate and – well, I think they just overturned that. They finally got the Supreme Court fixed. But it is so important for us to understand that, look, Mike Cisak, the news media that he's getting a lot of his info from, that's why I'm glad he's here and I want him to stay here. But a lot of the places where he's getting his information from, they have him believing he is a victim of this administrative state and he doesn't understand that it's a corporate structure that's using him as a pawn to get what he what they want out of him, and they're going to give him nothing in return. Anyway, Jay Ray, bring us home. We're almost done here. I got a question, Mike CSAC. What rights have you lost? Because at the end of the day, I heard you say you lost your rights. And just hearing everything you say, you have been severely brainwashed by Donald Trump. And to that, I say, quote, Mr. T., I pity the fool. That's it. <laughs> All right. Thank you for calling in, uh, uh, my brother, Ray. Um, folks, uh, I have uh, some other videos that are going to be in the blog for the show uh, that we are not going to get through today. I may play them some other time, but if you want to see them now, it is in the show. Um, let me tell you, uh, you know, coming from you, um, I'm coming from you, Michael, that you enjoy the calling. I'm glad to hear that because at one point you didn't care too much about the calling. So, we're all able to change a lot of what we 
how we want to do it. So let me call out everybody before I go. Deb Denny, thank you for being here. Uh, Gene Daigle, thank you for being here. Eric Hayes, of course. Tom C., great having you here, my brother. Alistair Waters, Village MCP. Uh, who else have we got that I haven't mentioned? Um, I'm scrolling up. the thing. Mike Cisak, well, I just spoke to you. Jay Ray, Ray, my brother Ray, uh, welcome aboard. Uh, the Duck That Quacks. Hey, Duck That Quacks, I haven't seen you in a while, brother. Great to see you. Uh, let's see who else we've got that I haven't called out. And if I missed you, drop a line in the bottom of the thing. And we'll Lee Grant, how you doing, my brother? Uh, let's see. I'm missing folks. Okay. Now, let me tell you one other thing, folks. Please go ahead and support the show. I'm going to go one minute over or two minutes over. Please go ahead and support the show. We need your support the best you can. The only way we are going to be able to have these kind of conversations that you can't have anywhere is to support our program. So please go ahead and visit us at, um, uh, uh, go ahead and, and support us by uh, contributing at politicsandright.com slash support. That is where you have all the different ways in which to support us. Politicsandright.com slash support. I repeat, politicsandright.com slash support. But here's a better way, or not a better way, another way. Subscribe to our free newsletter and become a paid member. Uh, anybody who becomes a paid member of our newsletter get a chance to read all of my books online. As I see it, class warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom. How to talk to your right-wing relative, friends, and neighbors. Uh, 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 make America Utopia. All these different uh, things where we talk about this uh, is where we can actually start to change minds, meet people where they are, etc. So go to politicsdoneright.com slash newsletter. politicsdoneright.com slash newsletter. It's a free newsletter, but for those of you who subscribe, uh, not subscribe, who become paid subscribers, we're going to have, we currently have my books and likely I'll try to find other things to, to keep you becoming a part of our newsletter. That is how I'll be able to continue doing what I'm doing. So share the newsletter, tell people to become paid subscribers. Uh, why don't you guys get me to about uh, 500? If I can get to 500 subscribers, I can actually get some part-time help to help me out with all that we do. Anyway, I got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. I want to thank all of you guys for being here. I love all you guys. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.